0: All right, guys. We've got levels and we're running. It is another Cleveland Moto podcast coming to you live from the middle of October. Um, right now, we are recording on two different devices because Dustin isn't here, and so we don't fuck up and lose everything. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna back we, us all up. We trust you on yourself. device. Yeah, we're gonna back us all up onto device number two. So we we're recording this in parallel. And it's not a Samsung Note 7, so, so it's not no going to burst into the into- <laughs> <laughs> All right, tonight's lineup is to my immediate left. Chris Smith. Hey, and guys. To his immediate left. Johnny Chrome. Hello, guys. And to his immediate left. Hi, all. Steve Hoffert. Again. And your humble narrator, Phil Waters. Isn't that nice how easily we got through that this time? I've been listening to a lot of the old podcasts as we've been putting them up, and I've been editing them and stuff like that. And it is hilarious how bad we are at getting through <laughs> just the fucking roll call, yeah, yeah. Introductions, yeah. We're we're lousy within eleven seconds. Like we like to get the standards right where they should be immediately. Well, you're better off
1: <laughs> to start low. And- we
2: used to do it pretty good. I mean, just you know, yeah. Who are you? Would you ride in on type of thing? You know, that's oh, a I mean- fair game too.
0: Oh God, there's a whole potpourri of beers in front of us right now. Yeah. The uh, the the fridge is. Uh, we went to the Gettysburg Scooter Rally last week, and so James and I have like... That's where the
2: Lionheads came from. <laughs> Lionheads.
0: Uh, because <laughs> lion it was Pennsylvania. Head. Well, Lionhead, yeah Yeah, because the event happens in Gettysburg, PA. So you can't just go to the Quickie Mart and buy a beer. You have to plan. You have to go oh, to... store. you, you got go to go to the beer store. The, yeah. Yeah, so you got to go to the beer store, and it's not Where's like, a you a know... Store? Don't they just sell cases? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, you can get quantities lower, but <laughs> it is one of those things where are like, okay, well, I'd like to have... You know, a six of this and a six of that and a six of that. It can't do that. Is that different by counties out there? I don't know exactly. It's oh, like where, where yeah, my state where my
2: friend lives south of Pittsburgh, yeah. down in the mountains, almost to, to Maryland or whatever that is. It's common to go to the bar yeah. and buy takeouts. Yeah, buy takeouts. Yeah, you know? and yeah, they're you they're you less. Know. They're not quite as much as you would spend right. if you were buying them to drink there. But oh yeah, still it's not. Uh, it's no Seven Eleven money. It's it ain't. It ain't what you
0: call a state minimum. <laughs> no, no. Happen.
2: But like, it's a common commonplace thing that you know. Oh, look, I'm going to run to the bar and get a twelve pack.
0: You know? I thought that state minimum was a brand of beer because <laughs> in Ohio there is not a gas station within a thousand miles that doesn't have the words in the window. State minimum. State minimum. And for the life of me, unless you're a fucking liquor, tobacco, and firearms inspector. I don't know where they post the state minimum, but it's not on the back of my driver's license, so how the fuck would I know? Did, did you get any Cooks beer though?
1: <laughs> no, I got they're in an those Eddie huge bottles. Those huge bottles of Cooks. No, did you ever see those? Is that a PA thing? Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Or, oh, that might be New York. Okay, I think that might be like Western, Western New York. Yeah. C
3: O O K S. Yeah, so, they're like these huge.
1: Are they forties? They're not forties, but they're not probably thirty-two. Tw- yeah, they're like okay. yeah, they're somewhere yeah. Wow. Yeah, usually for a long. Brings time. Bring some
3: back next time you go to a speculator.
0: No, they're it's not in speculator. It's instant- only in, it's like a
1: Western New York phenomenon.
0: There was a so. couple of there was a couple of years in the mid '90s where a few legitimate brewing companies took a shot at 40s. They were like, "Look, we're going to make 40s for white people." And <laughs> you could buy like you know you could buy a non Oe eight hundred. Or a Schlitz, or a non Colt Forty Five—some shit that Billy D wasn't advertising, right? Yeah, there were several <laughs> companies <laughs> or non, or not malt liqueur. Yeah, Cult. malt liquor is one of those ones. That's still one of those games where settle down. to If a nice you poured out Colt Forty Five, <laughs> you talk about fifty percent of the time it works. One hundred percent of the time, the uh, it, they recently have done a thing where they they debunked wine connoisseurs, sommeliers, and stuff, and they took. They took white wine and they tinted it so it was red, and they put it out there, and these wine snobs couldn't even identify that it wasn't red wine. Like They were debunking the whole concept of being a wine snob. And they couldn't tell the difference between a $5 bottle of wine and a $75 bottle of wine. That makes you feel pretty good about yourself and your ability to choose a wine. Well, (laughs) I'm going to tell you, I've drank a lot of beer in my life and a lot of shitty beer in my life I've never taken the time to really analyze it, but if you gave me a glass of malt liquor and you gave me a glass of other beer, I don't know that I'd be able to tell you which one was the malt liquor, hmm. even though I understand to a lot of people, it's like Coke and ginger ale, like the difference is yeah, that can, pronounced. You can tell. Yeah, I, mean, I really can't. I'm, I will admit that I do not have a an educated, educated palate. palate at all. I can tell
1: different... Types of hops. I mean, I can tell you what kind of really hops.
0: Oh, man, I'm so bad at that. But
1: in general, I mean, there's like a groups of hops that are
0: pour you me know. a PBR, pour me a High Life, pour me a Natty Bow. I'm not going to be able to tell you which one of the three might be anything what it, other than. Well, what if it somebody is.
1: uses Citramax. You know that Citramax is in your beer, and I just want to stomp it to the ground really? and piss on it. Oh man, so, I hate Citramax. I just
0: don't even know what it is. I have no well, idea. That. As a concept, what is Citramax? It's, it's a, new a age hops. Yeah. Hop. Oh, new is it? Age hops. Yeah. And so it, it's something that's prevalent. Why is it popular? Because it's cheap or?
3: No, just because it's
0: new. It's new.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah so throw a grapefruit in there and like the kitchen oh, okay. sink and like an yeah. old roll of toilet paper and some <laughs> Citramax and then Christ, you got a, yeah. your new IPA. So. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, could we do one thing? I want to do something for our podcast listeners. I'd like to give them a gift today. And the gift today is we're not going to burp, we're not going to hawk loogies. And we're not going to vape. Because no problem I've, been listening there. To, I've been listening to some of the last podcasts and the, uh, I don't know, the swarm of animal noises. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I'm sitting there and I'm listening to them and I'm putting up our little play-by-play, I'm pimping them up on the blog. And what I realized, most of you people are never going to go to our blog. It's clevelandmoto.blogspot.com. And we put up little pictures about what we're talking about, maybe pictures of the guys together. We try to color up the podcast a little bit. And I realized that when you look at the number of people that are downloading our podcast, that's a certain number, thousands and thousands of people. But when you look at the people that are visiting our blog, it's like uh, tens of people. Crickets. <laughs> crickets in the room. Yeah, Crickets yeah, on the web. Really crickets. <laughs> and, uh, but I do listen to the podcast from start to finish, and I'm sitting there listening to it on a pair of like $12 you know, computer speakers. And it sounds fucking horrible when somebody's like burp, hack, snot, whatever – you know, uh, clearing their throat is one thing, but uh, the vape sound is the sound <laughs> of vaping. And Dustin's not here to defend himself, so yes. even well, how more. Much, let's... How
3: much sound does the vaping
0: make? Uh, really? It cuts through. It cuts through the speakers like a knife through hot butter. For some reason, I don't know if it's just Dustin does it particularly on a pro level. Like, maybe, maybe like, if I'm sitting over here inhaling a cigarette, like, many, many of these podcasts that you've listened to back in Where the we day, were, smoking, man. we're sitting in the garage and smoking. And I'd like to think that when I smoke a cigarette, it doesn't sound like Darth Vader's having an asthma attack. And sometimes when Dustin vapes, it sounds like, it literally sounds like Aquaman has just discovered he can't breathe underwater. But he's been at 12 fathoms, you know? And uh, it's a.
2: We'll have to we'll have to do all kinds of different stuff just in the interest of science to see how it sounds. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't care to
0: because bong rips. I I, I appreciate. Right, I do appreciate what the mic picks up, and I do try to. I I do try to commiserate with the person who might be listening to this because when you're in your car, you're listening to a podcast to get away from talk radio. You're listening to a podcast to get away from advertising or what have you. So uh, you know, it may not be the best content all the time, but it is free. And it is usually With every penny. without commercial interruptions. You get what so. you pay for. And you know what? That's kind of the fun. <laughs> I, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and I do kind of like that about it. Is It's just like, you know what? These guys are fucking having a bad day. Off. <laughs> I'll listen to the next one. And you can tell. So it is It is pretty good. And there, And we do know that alcohol is a part of this adventure, so we may not stay on the rails all the time. Uh, we stay close but to the but rails. it's the
1: best when Michael Fresh comes off the road. <laughs> <crazy>. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say, there. if you haven't experienced the Johnny McElfresh experience in first hand, in first person, there is no VR. You have to <laughs> be uh, there for it. And when, when that guy... Well, you know, I don't know if our podcast listeners understand how big he is. But he's a mountain of a man. I mean, he's a very, very tall, very, very big... You know, corn-fed, <laughs> retard-strength kind of guy. The old Pennsylvania Ridge <laughs> Runner. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Big old Ridge Runner here. Yeah, and like... when, But when he gets to that point where it's just all on, it's all fun, it's all... It's just cuddles and silliness. <laughs> and who can I pick up? Right. And, and I'd like to lift somebody over my head now. Feats of strength. The... Uh, Everybody like Chris. Phone, Chris's phone just went off, and one, it's a phone from the century, and two, it's activated. It's so. Dustin giving him. Oh, it's Dustin giving him play by. Play. Oh, since so yeah.
1: Dustin's not here, I want to inform you that we're at nine minutes and forty eight oh, seconds.
0: <laughs> when, yeah. Because oh, and that was the, that was like a couple of podcasts ago. Dustin was like, "Okay, you know, we're we're at one one hour and twenty. We got to shut this thing." And Johnny Johnny McElfresh was just like, "Shut it down! We're on fire, man." I don't want to hear the time report when we're rolling. When you know, <laughs> don't be a buzzkill. And the uh, and that is true. You know, with a lot of podcasts, I don't. It's not a TV show. It's not like I'm going to sit in front of this podcast until it's over and then I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live my life. And if I get out of the car, I'm going to press pause. I can't press pause on my radio on NPR as many times as I would like to. When I get out of the car, I would get out of the car. Yep. And you know. With the podcast, you can press pause. You know, you can pick it up later on your headphones or whatever. So that's kind cool. it's, it's cool of cool. I listen to most
1: of mine going to sleep. Oh, really? And so I can listen to them over and over and over. Really? The same one over and over and I over. Can't any, I can't imagine
0: listening to The Misfits while I'm trying to sleep. Oh, 30 seconds to... in, I'm done. You're really? Right? I would think oh, so, yeah. I mean, not
1: that particular no, not one, but any particular one.
0: I don't listen to podcasts when I'm trying to go to sleep. I listen to podcasts when I'm driving around doing things, you know, uh, when I would normally... Like to me, the podcast is a replacement for my car radio. That's all it is. Now, maybe people are on the subway, or maybe people are in my brain. I like to think that there's a wide array of people that are listening to this in different environments because it makes it more fun. The uh, it's it is one of those things with the podcast. There's a lot of a lot of them out there. God, there's so many now; it's ridiculous. And I'm still kind of listening to the same ten or twelve podcasts that I've always listened to. So that's kind of neat. There, uh, there's a certain, oh, uh, oh, once again, Chris, sorry, Chris's high tech environment, probably a
3: baseball update. Sorry Mm. guys.
0: So today at the shop, I'm going to give you guys a little insight into what happened at the shop today, but we had our, uh, first ever sanctioned by zero demo ride. So we advertised it out and, uh, Chuck Schramm from zero came out with a zero wagon and they brought three or four bikes and we have our three or four bikes here and they brought a pop-up tent and signage and cool shit. And we let people know on Facebook ahead of time that we were doing it. So we had quite a few people show up. And uh, we were doing lead rides. We're very professional. And I've been taking these people into the parkway, down into the metro parks, and they've been chasing me around. And it's really fun. Like, you probably ride with the same people you ride with. Like, you know, you ride with a couple of guys, you know them. You ride with this guy, you know him. You know he's good or you know he's no good. And uh, when you're doing an event like this and you're kind of, taking these people out on a bike they're not familiar with in a neighborhood they're not familiar with you become very aware of your rearview mirrors yeah and i would want six more rearview mirrors uh you are herding cats you are the daddy duck you know and you got the little ducks behind you and it's funny like i've had some real things where i just like oh man dude that guy's not much of a rider um that guy showed up on a bmw r9t pimped out r9t Sexy fucking bike, right? That oh,
1: was a beautiful, bike. beautiful
0: bike. And then I get him out in the road, and our first right-hand turn, he swerves into oncoming traffic, <laughs> and he almost gets taken out by a suburban. Wow. And I'm just like, holy shit! You know, this is a simple right-hand turn from you know lane one into lane one. You know, you can't get any easier than that. He wanders out into lane two. What the fuck? He's like, yeah, it took me a while to get used to it. It's so much lighter than my R9T.
3: Well, and point out, there's only two lanes down there.
0: There's only two lanes yeah, down there, so exactly. So when, right? when you're
3: turning right, there's only one place to go. Exactly. One correct Target
0: fixation go. alone should get you into the right lane. fuck's sake. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, how much different is the Zero
3: <clears throat> than
0: his R9T? And I've ridden a few not R9Ts. They're a pretty easy-to-ride bike. And, he, you know, you also think that when somebody rides in on an R9T that's got about what $2,400 worth yeah. of upgrades to it that guy's probably going to be like a, an A-level rider No, nah, doesn't mean anything doesn't mean a damn thing you know uh, he's he might be used to riding his r nineteen, but he might not be used to riding anything else and the r nineteen might be the only bike he's owned in 30 years because he's like a 60 year old guy that's returning to riding after he had a GS
1: 1100 and Norton's
0: he had a bunch he had a couple of Norton's and he had a GS 1100 so what yeah, do we was... know about that statement that was 30 something fucking years ago yeah So he's been out of the game for a while. Got back into the game on an R9T. So, wow. Uh, The one of the fellas that test rode the bike uh, managed to make the whole trip. We traded bikes three different times. You know, three different bikes, three different guys. Traded around. Had a nice long, you know, hour-long ride amongst the three of us. Uh, I like going out with a group because then you can trade bikes while you're on the road. You can talk about the different bikes. And he made it the whole way back here into the fucking parking lot. And then in the parking lot, Proceeds to dump the bike on the right-hand side at zero miles an hour, and then in order to recover his embarrassment, tried to pick the bike up, but grabbed a handful of the right throttle, and the bike did the rodeo clown move, where the bike just chases you in a circle, and so the peg was digging into the concrete, and the tire was just like doing the curly shuffle, you know, the bike was lying on its side, and it was hell-bent for leather to chase him around, you had to take the strap off the Zero's balls in order to get it to calm down. <laughs> he was going to get the full eight-second ride if it killed him. The, uh, but I had to jump in there, and I had to wait for the moment when the bike's tire went past me so I could get involved and reach in and shut the key off. on. Uh, so that was our only scary moment. And being a Zero, it, it caused exactly no dollars worth of damage to the bike. I defy you to try that with your proper expensive motorcycle <clears throat> because apparently Zeros are engineered to be... Fucked with, you know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm becoming a fan of frame sliders.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying they have on the handlebars. Yeah. They have a, a they slider, have a frame slider on there. It. Uh, yeah. It's and, built-in
0: frame slider. And look at what it did for that situation. Right. The 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 rat trap uh, foot peg, you know, the the motocross style foot peg because it's a DS. So the motocross foot peg and the frame slider, it didn't even break the brake lever. So clearly, those are the only two contact points. And despite the bike trying to screw itself into Middle Earth, nobody got hurt. Nobody they, got hurt. The bike's fine. Those
1: brake lever, levers are inboard too. I mean, yeah. they're pretty inboard. Yeah. So yeah,
0: and it did. It did. It did a very good job of protecting itself from its owner. And you got to respect any motorcycle <laughs> yeah. that protects itself from its owner. <laughs> I've wished a few of mine would have done a better job on certain occasions. The uh,
3: so how far did you take them down in the metro? I process? did pretty good. Which which way did you go?
0: Well, what I learned was if I went south, yeah. that they got the road shut. So a very short distance. That
1: that Cedar Point Ford's closed. Yeah.
0: So Cedar Point Ford is totally closed. Mm -hmm. So they have the road shut there. So if you make, if you just best part of the that section from there road. it really is the best part of the road. That's the best part of the road. And what I learned is, I do know the Metro Parks. I'm very familiar with it. So I take it at a spirited pace. And those corners to me are like home. Those corners to other people are terrifying. And it's a 30 mile an hour zone, but like. What I learned was if you go left, the rides over pretty quickly. And if you go right, you can take them all the way up to the boat launch, turn them around, change bikes there, turn them around, and then take them all the way to where the Ford's closed, and uh, take them back. And that's another good point to change bikes. The traffic out here today is Friday, but you'd have thought rush hour started at 2 p.m. Hmm.
1: The volume well, it was up. insane. I
0: couldn't believe how many cars were. I out think for. everybody got the day off early today, or some nonsense, but. The, uh, it was, the traffic volume was much higher. So getting to the metro parks was a challenge, which is a joke because it's less than a half mile away. And once you're in it, though, God, it's beautiful. But we ran into some slow-moving traffic, so we'd pull off the side, let it open a little bit, and then go out and rip. And most of these people have never experienced the electric thrust, like torque of electrics. So that was fun, watching them all go... Holy shit. Oh my yeah. god. The one guy when we left he was like, "Well, you know, I've got a V-Strom 650 and if this is, you know, this has to be at least as strong as my V-Strom 650." And so he was on the DS, yeah. not the DSR, the regular DS, 70 foot-pounds of torque. And uh, after yeah. that first little rip he was like, "Holy shit, this thing's way faster than my V-Strom." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, it, it kind of. I didn't want to say anything earlier. I want you to discover that on your own. <laughs> Make your own opinions. Don't let me don't let me color your experience." So everybody was pretty happy. It was a really good event, and uh, because we didn't advertise it to the general masses, we targeted our advertising very much, we didn't have anybody in here who shouldn't have been here. Right. And that's great. When you have people that are motorcycle enthusiasts, they're interested in electrics, they're curious, they get to go out and have the fun, and then they come back and, like, you're not having the guys that are coming here going, dude, it ain't a Harley, so fuck it. You know? Well, It doesn't make noise. Loud pipes save lives, et cetera. That's... An interesting, you know, it's better when you're playing to that market that is a potential buyer. That market that it's is more like, focused. Uh,
2: you know. It's more focused. That's it's just way just more
0: focused. focused. And right now it's the end of the season, so they're giving like four grand off on these bikes. What? Wow. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Uh, by the time this gets dropped, by the way, the deal will be long gone. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The deal ends on October 31st. us <laughs> <so>. next year. And yeah, the deal ends <laughs> on October 31st. So. I love it. The one guy was hemming and hot about. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm like, look, you can buy it now and save four grand it
1: next year, or you can buy it next year.
0: Ride. You know, buy it like twelve months from today, and maybe have the same opportunity if Possibly. they run the same deal again, if they have a few bikes left over. But that's a lot of ifs when you're four thousand dollars. Sorry, more. so that was me. The, uh, sorry, folks. Good gift. The uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm very happy that I don't have to give demo rides for a living.
3: Yeah,
0: because it is hurting cats, and a number of times today. Chuck came in and Chuck's like, "Come on, Phil, what are we doing? Let's get this. Let's get this next group going." I'm like, "You're not waiting on me, man. You're waiting on these other three guys that are like, well, I think I might need some gloves. I'm not sure.' You know. And we do have to mention that, you know, the other night we had our first sub 50 degree night.
1: It's been 40 degrees in the morning yeah. and frosting, yeah. and so it's been. I mean it's a degrees 49, out in forty
2: nine post a picture of forty nine degrees or something. I'm like, well out by me it was forty two in the valley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah in the valley is
1: much, much colder. Yeah, I sw- I rode the BMW and I put on those heated grips <laughs>
0: I uh last night I was riding the uh Flying Fortress. So I'm riding that out to bike night, go out there and like I was one of three bikes or four bikes that showed up at Nima's Pistons and Pines. And I got there, had a cheese steak so sandwich and cool. I was like, Oh man, this is I'm getting the fuck out of here. And I turned around and spun back to the shop and I grabbed the zero for the cross, you know, for the crosstown shuffle. And I grabbed the zero and I mean, it was 46 degrees or whatever by the time I got there. And I'm looking for places on the zero to put my hands because there ain't no heated grips on that bike. And there's nowhere warm. At least with a Guzzi, you can reach down and, you know, handle parts of the motor to get mm-hmm. your hands touch the warm. jugs. Touch the jugs. Oh wait, baby. You, better not you, say that. you better never run for president. Don't grab Phil. don't grab grab <laughs> by the jugs. You the, uh, yeah. You can and that's a great technique when you're cold is you reach down and find a hot part of the motor and like get as much heat into your glove <laughs> hand as you can get. <laughs> and get that hot get that hand just like you can't take it anymore. And then put it on whatever part of your body's the coldest, like your kneecaps or something like that, and that'll stretch you out. You can get like another thirty miles, moving heat from motor to knees or moving heat from motor to neck.
1: I can give you a gear review though for cold yeah. weather. Yeah. I just bought a pair of Tourmaster <laughs> uh, overpants. Okay. So I could wear them over my shorts. Yeah, over your shorts. <laughs> and they are the best ones that I, I mean. They are so warm. Are they lined? They're lined. lined? Yeah. yeah. They're waterproof. Yeah. Line. Yeah. They have two vents, but the vents are almost worthless. So they're because when the line is in them, the vents are useless. Right. So it's yeah. like a late fall, yeah. winter, early spring kind of. Do they have uh, armor in the knees. They have hard armor. in The knees, really? armor armor the hips. Wow. They zip into your. Yeah. They have a, a the so you can zip your jacket. Back, yeah. yeah. So you can zip your jacket into it. Yep. Yeah. And they are they fit perfectly. So if you are like I'm, you know, whatever my waist is thirty eight. Yeah. So I bought a pair of thirty eight forties, and they fit perfectly over my clothes, and they're like some of them you buy they're super tight, they bind. This you can fit right over a pair of pants, and I I love them. It's one of the best investments I've ever made. They were one hundred and thirty, like one hundred and thirty nine bucks.
0: It's not
1: bad. If you're well worth it,
3: yeah.
0: I've been lucky. I've bought a lot of pairs of overpants at, like, thrift stores and stuff and and Salvation Army type places all over. I always look. um, When you're at a thrift store, don't look in the men's department. Ask the people that work there where their, like, snow pants are. (laughs) Because the motorcycle shit all ends up with the snow gear. Uh, And so you'll go over there, and I've bought... Like, I bought Joe Rocket jackets for $8.
1: That one suit you yeah. got last year was, oh my God. Uh, that was that such thing, a good deal.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I scored on that one. It was a ladies Hein jacket. It was a ladies, like, size, I don't know, 6. Small ladies. Small ladies Hein jacket. But with it was a pair of size 40 first gear armored Overpants, you know, weather, you know, cold weather pants with the liners and the whole deal. So this lady had to be built, like you know, baby got back, yeah, nothing but butt, <laughs> right? So she was like, she was, she was a size six up here and a size eighteen down here, and whatever. Pair, pear <laughs> I don't care. It was perfect for me because they I spent. Her, they, they call her Bartlett.
1: <laughs> they. Uh, <laughs> I spent, you're I not think, running for president either.
0: I think I spent twenty dollars <laughs> on the tops and the bottoms together. Was twenty dollars, but and those forties, those forties fit me perfectly over jeans. And in the wintertime, I always wear flannel-lined jeans. So uh, the, I love flannel-lined jeans. The Sportsman's Guide. If you're cheap, <laughs> they make flannel-lined shorts, dude. Yep, look at these right here. They do right now. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, the sport. If you're a cheap person, if you don't want to spend money on things, yeah, if you're if you're frugal. Um, you go to the Sportsman's Guide, and they sell a couple of different versions of their flannel-lined or fleece-lined pants. And the ones you want to look for is the ones that have the double knees, because they have a double knee, and a double seat, and a cell phone pocket. And they're it's essential. Cell phone you can get them for like thirty-two essential. bucks. And they are warm, and they're cut right. The only thing I wish they had was the diamond gusset.
1: Um, and Duluth sells those like really their very duck pants with that, yeah. and Diamond Gusset does sell those yeah. flannel line. And, and at the end of the season, if you buy them at the end of the season, yeah. you can get them so like March. substantially cheaper, and then you use them for the next season. I
0: think so. that I've learned as I become a forty-year-old person, you know, as I'm getting closer to fifty, that there's no substitute for ballroom <laughs> when you're on a motorcycle because like any pants that I own that fit me correctly when I'm off the bike, when I get on the bike, are like trying to separate my scrotum into two dividing countries. And it's and it's not With awesome. With a wall. Yeah, it's really not cool at all. And you're just kind of like, okay, well, the left ball goes that way, the right ball goes that way, and the dick just goes straight up or something. But it's never good. And yeah. no matter where you are on the seat of the motorcycle, there, you're like... There,
3: there will be show notes.
0: No, there will no not. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And no matter where you are on the seat of the bike, it's like your crotch moves forward, but your pants stays where yep. they are. And that's yeah. bullshit. And the two or three pair, yeah. I've got a pair of Carhartts that are the chainsaw pants that are like double-kneed, and I got them for like the right price at the right time. They're cut long enough that, you know, my, the wind yeah, creep up my legs. Up on yeah And... Like, that's the thing about buying motorcycle pants. They got to be about four inches longer than your regular street pants because you're in a a motorcycle. You want to have your, you know, you don't want people to see what color socks you're wearing because that that looks fucking weird, man. You don't want any high waters when you're on your motorcycle. And and then the the diamond gusset is the other thing, too. I love diamond gusset. Because when you got diamond gusset (laughs) jeans on, that extra ballroom when you're on the motorcycle is the winner because that increases your comfort dramatically
3: it just pays dividends
0: for you it does another well, do you have any
3: diamond Do you have any of those pants? I don't have this issue, once does.
0: you get a set of diamond <laughs> Dusset jeans you're gonna fucking, you're gonna be like yeah he was right because <laughs> I picked that up from you and the the couple pair that I own are like my favorite. I, what I do too is yeah. if
1: you go to a uh, like a like West Marine or whatever <laughs> buy sail straps I mean some people oh, buy yeah. some people use rubber bands. Yeah. But sail straps are like an inch and a half or two inches wide, and they're Velcro, and you can wrap them around your leg, depending on the kind of pants you wear. If you're wearing thin enough (laughs) jeans that don't flap or whatever, but if you want to keep the air from blowing up there, you could uh, use sail straps, and
0: they work perfectly. I would like to give a product review while we're doing it of the uh, Cycle Gear built, I think they're called Steelworker or whatever the fuck they are, but they're the armored riding pants, the jeans. And they, have, uh, they come in a jean format, and they also come in a uh, BDU-style combat format with, you know, uh, cargo pants. And so I usually get the cargo pants ones, and when you catch them on sale, they're like 79 bucks. Here's my complaint. One is they have Velcro at the ankles. Great idea. Absolutely fantastic idea. And, you know, the Velcro has, you know, you look at it, and you're like, there's a strap on my ankle, and the Velcro is under the strap. No, no, the Velcro doesn't need to be... Under the strap. The Velcro needs to be five inches away to where the strap is going to be when you tighten it down. So the Velcro is where the strap is when it's in its relaxed position. You Not put the Velcro in, in the wrong tight, spot. Yeah. You put the female Velcro wrong. You should have a little piece of it there and a good piece of it five inches away so you can snugger fucker down. Sleeves. Yeah. And it's like doing your sleeves. It's the same thing with those sleeves. Right. The built jacket. Oh, so the built jacket has the same problem. Yeah. So it has you Velcro. Can't, you can't tighten the sleeves enough. Suggesting that you can tighten the sleeves. Around. But in fact, the Velcro is only at the yeah. relaxed position. Yes. Bullshit. Built well. Which, I built mean, not built well. Once it gets built. a little
2: colder, it's not going to make a difference because I use gauntlet. I have a gauntlet right now.
0: Yeah, but just the same, the point is it. to snug hmm. down your sleeves and your ankles. Correct. It's
3: poorly engineered. So
0: you need to put the Velcro where the Velcro needs to be when it's at its closed position, not when it's at its relaxed right. position. And I noticed that Big fucking fault there. Second, cut the length of your pants an inch or two longer. Because I wear a size 34 in the summertime and a 38 in the wintertime. And honestly, I only wear a size 34 when I'm trying to impress people. But, you know, I'm smuggling plums in a 34. (laughs) But even in a 36, the pants could stand to be another two inches longer. And it wouldn't kill anybody if they were two inches longer. But it would work a lot better on the motorcycle if they were two inches longer.
1: Well, some companies have, like, long, short, yeah, yeah. and and uh, normal.
0: And these are supposedly their 36-36s yeah. or 36-34s. And really, for a bike, you always want to be about two inches longer in the leg than you really want to be. Same with the sleeves.
1: And that's what I liked about those pants yeah. that I bought. They have a, a Velcro on the outside, Yeah, but it, when it opens up there's a zipper that opens the whole leg up into
0: an Elvis leg so you can slide you
1: you don't have to yeah. take your boots off Yeah a
0: good riding pant will definitely have the Elvis Presley leg when you unzip that thing it should look like a 70s bell bottom
1: and that's what it looks like yeah. yeah it's got a big
0: yeah it should look like a like a true like a liberty bell you know it should be like a big bell a big ben bell because if it's not you're never going to get your boot through that thing you know and the built pants those iron worker pants is what they're called. Uh, same deal. I I bought a pair of the 38s for wintertime use. I figured I got a pair of, you know, gotchinimas underneath it or whatever. fur-lined noogies, then the pants over it. 38s are going to work great. It's like the waist is a 38, but the testicle area is like a 34.
1: I don't know why they cut pants. Why like do they that. cut
0: the hipster cut on a pair of pants you're going to be wearing on a motorcycle? Because they don't want them to reproduce. Oh, I clearly. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Keep them warm. <laughs> no, yeah, baby, <laughs> it's not cool, man. It's not. It's not awesome, is what it is. And it's just it leads to discomfort in the ride. And I have some
1: airflow is the biggest thing that keeps you like distance. I've noticed that. Yeah. I mean, you could mock me out for my bead seat, but Beed it keeps working. air moving underneath yeah. your ass. And if Beed you have air working. moving, you don't have to. You don't. Have to I would rather
0: have it, bead seat. Bead seat wins over gel. In most applications, because of the...
1: But in the winter, it's not, It's cold. Fucking cold yeah, travel. it's really and, cold. And, oh, it? if
0: anybody hasn't ever experienced a gel seat in the wintertime, a gel seat, gel is magic. Gel replicates the temperature of whatever it's against. So if it's against your ass, it's going to match the temperature of your ass. But if it's the temperature of the outside, and you go to sit on your motorcycle, I guarantee you that gel seat cold. is going to be a 28-degree gel cutlet. Yeah. Well, can't for like you turn twenty on the to... seat warmer, that's what you need. You need the electric seat warmer. <laughs> and uh, I haven't really, I haven't ridden anything yet this season with heated grips. Oh, I rode the, I rode the Nord-Jay the other day and I had the heated grips on it, and I had them, I had them turned up. It was kicking ass. They were, right. they were. Kids. I put a set
1: of heated grips on my PC 800. So this is the first year. Oh, I you I had. did? Yeah, I did. I was
0: thinking about it. I really do need to do that because I'm getting ready to bust the PC 800 out.
1: I, I bought a set a long time ago when uh, that. Avon Honda yeah. was going out of business, yeah. so I just they had one set of grips left, so I bought them. Yeah, unfortunately, I bought one inch grips.
0: Oh <laughs> shit! You build so them I up.
1: finally, after like two years, because it takes yeah. me two years to do anything, yeah. I took everything apart. Yeah, I put the grips on, and it's like <laughs> flapping <laughs> around I,
0: like nothing. Oh, so that's hilarious!
1: I, I went on Amazon, I bought a set of grips, and they were good. Yeah, but. The, but those PC grips are long. Yes, they and are. And these are a little bit. These yeah. are like maybe a half inch shorter than yep. what the PC the original PC grips are. Yeah. But um, they they're adjustable. They have five settings, yeah. and they work perfectly fine. And and I are not... they a
0: black controller with one red button?
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's the
0: Cosos. Yeah, yeah and they work. The they, they, they work, work real well. They're like They 40 do work. A lot, good. I think. We've installed so. a ton of those. And everybody yeah, I like seems those. Love them. Yeah, they work really well.
1: So I'm, I'm looking forward to that this year. I'm not looking forward to riding in the winter, but I'm looking forward to having heated grips. Heated
0: grips are one of those luxury items that you just like, I'm a, I'm a functioning member of society now. Man, I want to drill holes. <laughs> My vote matters. I want to drill holes right in the front there. Oh, you mean on the PC? Yeah. Oh, and let air, and hot air blow the, right on you <laughs> What people don't realize about the, the Honda Pacific Coast Tupperware 800 is that inside all of that plastic is a whole factory. There's like an entire there's like an entire ecosystem living right. inside there's that ducks, motorcycle. There's
1: duct work yeah. to move all there's the hot air away from the. There's
0: elaborate you and... duct work. And if your knees are in... It's cold. They're freezing. Open your knees up two inches, and now they're warm. It's fucking it's weird. It's very odd. It's the yeah. weirdest bike. And if you open up the gas cap cap, where the lid is for the gas cap, if you open that up, it's like hot air blowing on your junk. It's ridiculous. Uh... That mode is. Yeah, cycle. I never,
1: I never locked that. No, but the problem is, I learned the hardware.
0: If you don't lock it, if you leave it in the unlocked position, so it's what's kind of flapping, I like to stand up when I'm riding sometimes. So I stand up when I'm riding to stretch my legs or whatever, and then I pop my ass back down on the seat. Well, last you'll week. touch. Yeah, last week <laughs> I was standing up when I was riding. I popped my ass back, ass back down on the seat. The, lap, the, the wind had forced the, the flap open. So I sat down and, snap, I broke the fucking oh. lid off. Third time I broke that. I have an extra on. one for you. No, they glue on pretty oh. good. Yeah, where they break. I have break, a whole
1: box of Tupperware parts. Where they break
0: <laughs> is the metal that the hinge that goes into the metal door breaks. The two little plastic tips that go through the metal hinge shatter. So you, they epoxy back on remarkably well because I've epoxied mine on three times now. So the uh, eighteen thousand psi. <laughs> <laughs> no, two hundred psi <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> I mean, if it's 1,800 PSI, bullshit, because my weight coming down no to I'm standing saying, yeah, position. say the apostasy's
1: strength is 18,000 PSI. Yeah, and that's so, what my acid, yeah. that's oh. what
0: my, basically my chode landed on that thing and snapped it right off, and that is not 1,800 PSI. Oh. Trust me, the power of one Fillwater's chode is not 1,800 <laughs> PSI. Broke a laugh. Not pieces on my best day. Thing. Chris, you told me, Chris,
1: <laughs> Chris, you
3: said, yeah. Chris, you said, you got an observation. Well, you know my uh, so so here so here's the question of the night. Uh, I've got. I, I came with notes. Hey. Well, I, I got to. I, I, I got, love this shit. I got, well, there's 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 a reason for it. So okay. I've got, Alzheimer's. I, I have I have three <laughs> sons. My guess. And, yeah, and, and, and and no no Tigan Tegan. Yeah, no girls in the house. So my oldest son is talking to a Gal at work, and she uh, challenges him. Well, the, your oldest son is 24? He's 26. 26, yeah. She challenges him to the Disney Princess Challenge. Uh, and he says, what the fuck is that? I don't that? like where this is going already. And, and, and she says, well, you've got to name all the princesses <gasps> in all the Disney movies. Uh. And he looks at her and he says, well, wait a minute. That would be like me asking you to name every team right. in the German Bundesliga.
0: Right, and she Fair said, game.
3: Well, "What the fuck does that mean?" Exactly. So thank you. So I thought, I thought uh, uh, Dustin would be here tonight because he's got a daughter.
0: Yeah, he would know that.
3: But uh, I but can. I, yeah. I, so I had my youngest son. Ariel I can't, and
0: Pocahontas.
2: I can't name him, but if I could have well, a landline, I would call well, my nine-year-old daughter. But there's about ten a 10 of She, would, she so, would nail everyone. So so
3: we'll, we'll just go through the night, and and you guys throw them out when when you get them. So you know,
0: I said I said Ariel. Ariel Which I don't know. if She's them. actually a princess. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yes, one of okay. She's from the Little Mermaid. Pocahontas.
3: Pocahontas
0: is from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cinderella. All right, all right. Yeah, Cinderella. Cinderella. Snow White. Cinderella. Snow White. Snow White. All right. We got four. You guys got four. I How can't believe we're playing this Rapunzel. game. Rapunzel. There it is. Rapunzel. She's a princess. I just love the name Rapunzel. Oh.
3: She was from the movie Tangled.
0: Yes, that's right. What about the one from Snow or Frozen or whatever? Uh, Oh, I don't know. You see, okay, Eloise.
2: At this point, I'm uh, just going to
0: bow out because I don't have any daughters. Eliza, uh, Eliza, Eloise, Um,
2: Elsa? uh, Elsa? Elsa, Elsa. Now she's that's from the. So he
3: he made a sub list of the unofficial. Disney princesses what the fuck? and an is in frozen.
0: Whatever job he has, I want it. No 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 no, no. This, is, this is the
3: youngest and I, I made him write this shit out and and he had to write it out big enough so I can read Holy it without it. Yes, he did.
0: The official Disney Princess's spreadsheet. <laughs> Holy shit. No, it's not a spreadsheet. It's in handwriting because Chris oh. wouldn't be able to deal with the spreadsheet. The uh fucking hilarious man. Okay, lay it on his brother. <laughs> So you did the Snow White. It's okay, yeah, you can't <laughs> hurt us. Mulan? Okay, yeah, Mulan, yeah, okay. You guys great. said
3: Paul Kahanas Yep. Jasmine?
0: Alright, whatever. That's, that's from you say the so. Aladdin movie? Aladdin. Oh, Alright, all right. Uh
3: Merdia or Merida from Brave.
0: That's oh a Brave.
3: I that's don't the
0: bow and arrow one.
3: Okay. Yeah. Cinderella? Alright. Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> These are all princesses.
3: Yeah, you guys said Ariel.
0: Was there any other rank in the Disney universe other than princess? <laughs> <laughs> or is it like, you got a there female? Was, there was bitch. Got, <laughs> seriously, dude, you got an XX like, chromosome, like, you're a fucking princess. That's it. Wicked right, sister, so sister so stepsister, I don't...
2: <laughs> so
3: there's Stevers, Rapunzel. Okay. There's Tiana from Princess and the Frog.
0: Jeez. Okay. Just okay. okay. I'll take your word for it. Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. That's another princess asleep. Yeah. Yeah, all right, okay. sleep. Yeah, that's Sleeping Beauty. So, that's her name, Aurora. Yeah. All right, uh, okay. So, so I'm just so. I'm just gonna have you know that this is the one time we're gonna get fucking shit thrown at us <laughs> for like you guys have left topic many times, but y'all's motorcycle podcast was talking about Disney princesses. And I've had just about enough of this shit.
2: Three wheels. Three wheels have fallen off. Yes, three wheels have fallen off our wagon. (laughs) Okay, you know what? I wasn't wasn't going to drink tonight, but... (laughs) But I'm going to drink
3: now.
0: Pass the Gentleman Jack. That's why Uh, I had
3: to bring the list.
0: Yeah. So Mr. Mr. Taurasi, who's uh, riding his Moto Guzzi V7 right now to Chicago, uh, was nice enough to bring us this fine bottle of Gentleman Jack as an apology for leaving his Moto Guzzi V7 uh, in our service department for nigh on five months. And uh, this was one of those ones where if you have a good insurance policy and you crash your motorcycle, you can turn a bad day into a fairly good day because sometimes performance parts cost less money than replacement parts. So, yeah, he started with a bone stock Moto Guzzi V7 and he ended up with a really kick-ass cafe racer. Through the strategic use of loss of traction. Well, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, he crashed his way into a much better oh, bike. I like spent real money to build mine. I know, you know. He just crashed his. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. Uh, in certain motorcycles, I'm, I'm not going to tell you anything that's going to be reinventing the wheel, but here's what I'm going to let you know a little pro tip. A pro tip, a pro tip from somebody who cares. Factory parts, in the case of this particular motorcycle, the factory exhausts. The insurance company would expect to pay about seven hundred and twenty-five dollars for aftermarket performance exhausts. Costs a little bit less than that, and you know, by as a owner or a customer agreeing to let the insurance company allowing to me write the estimate to repair the bike to factory spec, and then saying, okay, that's great, but let's go with a more affordable set of handlebars here. Let's go with a more affordable set of mirrors here. Maybe we can squeeze our way into a better set of exhausts. And that's exactly what he did. So through the strategic use of being flexible, he went from a bone stock motorcycle and doing a really fucking tidy cafe racer because he lost control of his bike one day and fucking laid her out. So his insurance premiums wind up, but he's got a much cooler motorcycle in the process. But you got to be careful not to total it out. If you go too
1: far... And now the likelihood of totaling it out is higher. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so right, now he's yeah. increased the risk. Oh, oh, well, the yeah. second time around is never yeah. good. I'm not saying you should ever crash your motorcycle twice. And if what I just said was insurance fraud, I'm terribly sorry. And send all your letters to... And this is only hypothetical. When great Lakes running? Harley-Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Great Lakes Harley-Davidson podcast. The, uh, yeah. that- so he's
3: riding a V7. Yeah, he's a riding a V7. Back to Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Riding that back to Chicago, but he, get- he left us a nice bottle of booze. Paid his bill and left us a bottle of booze. Uh, There is a certain trend. I've noticed that we have a good number of customers that tip us in bottles of booze (laughs) at the East Side Store. What are you guys doing wrong here at the West Side Store? (laughs)
4: Well, we can get them. Well,
0: you you do get them? Just you get them? just don't let me know about
3: them. Yeah. They, they tip share us them?
0: with urine. When the
1: vagrants come in here and pee on the floor, that's how they tip us. Oh, <laughs> the West Side we
2: Shop. share them, man. The doctor brings them in all the time. Does he? Well, not all the time, but he's, yeah. he's left us a couple
0: bottles. Yeah. Gentleman Jack uh, is something I haven't. It's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Ah, it does have a little bit of a medicinal finish, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he called this me, and he goes, what kind of booze do you like? And finish. I was like, well, I'm, Hard pretty, stuff. I'm pretty okay with just about anything, I said, but. Nothing.
1: I don't think anything's going to top that bottle of. Uh... The Scratch? The no. Scratch is pretty no, good. Scratch no, Stranahan's. Stran- that Stranahan's. The Stranahan's was top, top, that top. Was,
0: that was. That might have
1: been the best. I've ever it's had.
0: one of the, my top bottles of whiskey in my life. The uh, this has a little bit of a medicinal finish. I, yeah, I find there's a little touch of listerine at Jack the in you. it. <laughs> it, was it was a little extra little swing, of it's a little extra <laughs> it a little extra a little extra swing in your step at that point. Stephen, yeah?
3: we got to we got to toss some money your way to bring a bottle of your uh, your tequila back from uh, New York from Speculator. What's that brand? You
1: brought that in already. Did we drink that? We drank that Probably. bottle. Black bottle of yeah, the, black bottle, Grosso. the Midnight Black bottle. Yeah,
0: at yeah, yeah, Dustin's that, that was house. fantastic. Yeah. We drank it right here. It here? How's that? It? it was black, so we couldn't tell how drunk we were. I know. You we had to keep looking down in look there and the you bottle. couldn't see that. It's very deceptive to put things in a midnight. Like there's Deadhead Rum and there's some different things that come in black bottles. And it's very deceptive because the bottle usually has some girth to it. It's got some heft. And you can't tell how much is in it or how much is out of it. And I've had a few other bottles that were. That, like, you just can't see that's, through them. And the bottle's heavy to begin with. So you're like, you're not sure where you're at. You're like, oh, there's plenty left. And you're not. You're just, it's empty. <laughs> or you're like, well, you know, we've been drinking on this thing all night. And it's like loaves and fishes. Sometimes you get a bottle that just keeps getting passed around. Just keeps it, giving. It's never, it never, never empty.
1: I'm working on, my niece lives in uh, Colorado. Yeah. And I'm working on a bottle of 80 Banks.
0: Yeah, yeah that's tough. Which
1: one. is Stranahan's. Yeah. Original That's distiller. his original so stuff. I yeah. really want to get a bottle for yeah. this podcast. That's a good so.
0: podcast. Uh, that's one of those ones that's a real good reward. That's what uh, you But that'll looking, have to be for the finish. holiday
1: podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, because we're doing this annual, uh, the, the Welcome to Wintertime or the Welcome to Fall, the Autumnal Podcast, uh, we'll give you our standard. Uh, I had to tell somebody this the other day. Um, my neck is cold. Okay. <sighs> Go to yonder thrift store. Buy formerly fat person's sweatpants. Then cut them into short shorts. The part that you have left over makes two from each leg tubes that you put over your face. And when you put them over your face, it's not cold anymore. And you can experiment with different types of sweatpants and different materials. But you could pay $20 or $30 for a, quote, shampa or some other type of neck-warming device, or turtle fur, or whatever. That shit's all just fleece. And uh, you play around with it. Buy a few pair. They're like $3 a piece for uh, sweatpants. Formerly owned, pre-loved, broken-in sweatpants.
1: I just found a uh, Northern Tool. Yes. 50% off sale.
0: You're kind of a Northern Tool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saw that one coming. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> But anyway, nine bucks. Nine bucks for
0: what? Five
1: and one. Neck warmer, head warmer, face shield, you know, like the whole fleece thing over your face. Yeah. So i
0: I I don't ever... I've never... i never stray too far from this. And if you look at this, you can tell how this used to be used. And that's the very end of it. You know, the the part that's finished, the part that used to be dragging on the ground when you got to, to your newspaper in the morning when you want to see your, you know, when your neighbors are going to catch you in your boxers, but you want to put your sleeping pants on instead, your pajama bottoms. These are just, like, fleecy, stretchy pajama bottoms. And then the bottom business where it's like a, what do they call that when they, they roll it over? They hem it? Tough. They hem it, yeah. So the hem part, you just kind of make one cut across the bottom. And that, uh, that looks like a bucket handle. But that's the part that goes over your head. Because when you put your helmet on, if you don't do the patented fill water's Bucket handle mod, when you put your helmet on, the whole thing will get pushed around your neck, and it won't be up where you want it to be. So let's see. Well, here's the game. So we're going to just take this, uh, and for the sake of the listeners at home, we're going to go ahead and put this thing over my head, and it's this big, long tube. It's about two feet long, because I like a lot of material around my face. So you put it on like that, and then you just pull this part up over your ears, okay? And then that goes there.
4: Uh
0: So you got the little head strap going over your head, like the top of your head, like a bucket. And that strap, which used to be the hem of the bottom of the pants, is cut only halfway around so that when you pull your helmet over your noggin, this whole operation doesn't get pulled down around your neck, and your nose and your ears all stay nice and warm. And uh, these cost nothing. Phenomenal. I love it. They cost nothing, or they cost $2 if you buy a pair of pajamas fleecy pajamas you at get the two thrift store for the price of and you one. get two for like two bucks or three bucks nice. and uh, we'll post a show note or something we posted it before that's about brilliant. how you get there I love that isn't that easy yeah. it's just dumb it's stupid and it works perfectly and uh, they're so warm and that's uh, that's the difference between a this very flannel right that pair is probably flannel or fleecy or something, yeah. Pants around. It's, it's made of what I like to call pajama material. Yeah, it's made of 100% pajama hide. <laughs> well, my glasses
1: always fog up, no matter what I wear. If yeah. It's over my nose, my glasses fog up. Then I have to get some type of anitry. Did you
0: get did you try the fog shield?
1: I always spit on my glasses. The
0: uh, orange packets with the little wipe at works for No, it. but those were dry good. That. I think we're, Renee has might Renee might have some here, but they're a little foil pouch and there basically is one baby wipe inside of there. And you uh You know what else you can
3: use too? What is, else it, can is, use? Is, a is donut. you use? A jelly donut? A jelly donut. If you, if you get some of the purple
0: jelly Oh, smear it in there. Yeah, dude, this is the game right here. Okay, so... And, we call those ow, jailbreak Boy, dogs. we're on the money. Check this out. Okay. This is like a real podcast. All right. So uh, I'm going to read you guys this over <laughs> this the podcast. Is a, except
1: for the princess is, thing. Is,
0: well, the princess thing got us on a weird track. Okay, so guys, check this out. All of our podcast listeners, you're looking for a product called... Both of you. Clarity. Uh, Durr, Clarity. Defog it. So it's Clarity Defog It. And if you want to know where the uh, website is, it's uh, defogitworks.com. Defog, D-E-F-O-G-I-T, works, dot .com. Visit us online at defogitworks.com. And uh, for the record, the company's called Nanofilm that makes it, and it's right here in Cleveland, Ohio. That's American-made, right here in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, The lady who reps this product came into our shop. She's a sweetie. She owns a Buddy Scooter. And uh, here's how this game works. There's this package that's about the size of a uh, condom. Condom uh, for me, uh, about a condom. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to say a regular, normal human condom, but uh, oh sweet Jesus, condom. Uh, but it has a it has a zip, like, you know, you buy the cheese at the grocery store now, it has a little, uh, what do they call that, the lad bag zipper. You know?
2: Harambe needs a condom. This is it. a
0: Harambe condom size package, yeah. and you tear it open, and you tear it open, <laughs> and inside of here is, uh, now these things are like six bucks a piece retail. So you're going to say, that Phil, he fucked me in the ass just now, because I basically bought six dollars for one baby wipe. But... I have one of these in my Tourmaster safety green jacket, like you have. And I've had this thing in my pocket for over six years. Ne- now, never opened? Oh, no, no. It gets opened all the time. <laughs> and uh, you take it out. You fog whatever you have. Okay, so I'm going to burn one right now for the sake of fun. So I'm gonna open the little, we're going to open the little thing, zip-tie the top off. I'm going to open it up. It's like a sign loom light stick, you know, like, oh, I cracked the seal. Okay, so we we take the little foil packet away. Don't throw the foil packet away. That's going to be important in about 90 seconds. And we unfold it, and it literally is one ass wipe of baby, like, dry? uh, ass paper. No, there's a chemical on it. Smell it. Yeah. There's there's definitely a chemical on it. Now, give me your glasses, Steve. So we're going to take Steve's glasses. Now, this is where it gets weird, like it hasn't gotten weird so far. You actually use your human breath and go, and you go like see that, see what happens there. Right, yeah. I, I breathed in on Steve's glasses and they got real foggy. Well, your breath is the part of the catalyst. Okay, so you go, and then you wipe it off with this thing. Okay, and you, you know you get a little hoodoo, you know, give it a nice little wipe down. Okay, now check it out. I do it again. She don't fog. Wow. Right. Okay, now I do the other lens. If I could see it, I would be impressed. And then uh, I kind of like do that same deal on the other lens. Okay. And it's been my experience now with a visor, like the visor on your motorcycle shield, which is much bigger. Yeah. You're gonna do. Uh, you're gonna do like one zone at a time, and just keep hot. Just keep fogging it until it doesn't fog anymore. So keep fogging it and then using Dang. the shield. So using... now I could actually use one of those things without. Right. Well, no, I'm gonna give this one to you. This is it. This is yours. This is my All gift bad. to you. And uh, so then you fold it back up after you've used it. Now... Oh, you got all the dirt off my glasses, too. Freebie! <laughs> bonus. <laughs> so then you fold the thing back up, you just fold it back up. You put it back in its little pouch. There you go. And then you put it back in your pocket. Because in its pouch, it literally is, you know, what is it? I mean, the size of... I don't know. It's the size teabag. of... It's like it's a the tea size bag. It's the size of a tea bag. Exactly. Uh, Uh-oh.
1: Condons and tea bags right. together. We mm, don't know right. if we want to talk like
0: that. Okay. Now, here's <laughs> the thing. On the package... It says, use cloth up to 20 times. That is not true advertising. I've been using the one in my Tourmaster jacket for six years. Uh, It still works. So
1: once you wash your glasses, you have to do that again. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do use it on all my motorcycle visors. I've got one in the pocket of my green jacket. I've got one in the pocket of my brown jacket. And they're six bucks a piece. Use the information we gave you on the website. Buy it. If you can't get it through them, contact us here at Cleveland Moto. We'll fucking mail it to you. Uh, For $6, bucks. is one of the products that does work as advertised. And we have the uh, Plexus in the little shooter, like the little 150-meter sprays. And the Plexus does not work as good at defogging as that shit does. Oh, really? I've used it on my snowboarding goggles. That shit works. It's like uh, they used to have this stuff called cat crap, when I was a snowboarder, and you'd use. The, it was the same thing, you know. It's like you, know, you put it on your goggles, and they wouldn't fog up. This shit really works. Huh.
1: Well, well, every morning, yeah. This week, except for today, it was a little. I think it was warm. No, the, yesterday. Was no, warm. morning was cold as. No, lungs. yesterday morning was warmer. Yeah. Yesterday
0: morning was warm. Yeah.
1: But as soon as I stop at a light. Yeah, my glasses immediately fogged yeah. up, so I'm looking forward to being able to see now.
2: That's my visor. Does that if I don't, I gotta crack it.
0: And yep, when I, I got right the. Right uh, mine up, so I've been using the Bell Qualifier Deluxe helmet, which has the transitions twin Easy for me to say. The transitions shield. So the helmet is a hundred dollar helmet, but the shield is a one hundred and forty dollar shield. Wow! I fuck you not. The. Uh, <laughs>
3: What what happens there? What's,
0: what's it's it's actually transitions brand, oh, like your sun, like your glasses. Oh, okay. So okay. when I take that helmet out into the world, if it's dark out, it's totally clear, and if it's bright as shit like it was today, it's tinted so dark the bad guys can't see your eyes. Uh, it's one of the best auto darkening things I've ever owned in my life. Huh. Now, granted. You can, if you already own a Dunlop Quali... I'm not a Dunlop. A Bell Dunlop qualifier, qualifier helmet. <laughs> if you already own a Bell Qualifier helmet, which is a damn good helmet for a very affordable, like, $109 <laughs> price point, you can add the Transitions visor to it for around 130 or $140 and make it into a Bell Deluxe. Or you can just buy the Bell Deluxe helmet that comes with the Transitions lens. <clears throat> and that's what I'll tell you. Is since I've had a, fro- a photochromatic lens... On my helmet, I own probably 16 helmets. But having a photochromatic lens on my helmet has made it like that helmet is the helmet I'm always choosing. Wow. And it's good that, you know, to me it's a $100 helmet with a $140 lens on it. So I'm not casting any, like, false belief that this is a really kick-ass awesome helmet. But it's got a great kick-ass feature. And the (laughs) kick-ass feature is I don't need to worry about my sunglasses. Because that fucker auto-darkens. And... That's really cool. I wear it a lot, and it's weird because I have $400 helmets and I have $500 helmets. I'm wearing a $100 helmet that has a $140 visor on it because of that feature. Sometimes it's just one feature that makes you want to use something.
3: Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was coming across 270 down in Columbus. Yeah. On, on the north side going east to get the 71 coming north. Sure. And I was out there at about 640. Oh. And the sun was coming up, and I was friggin' blinded. Yeah, you can't see shit. And, of course, it's so friggin' busy out there, and everybody's diving in front of me. It's like, fuck, I'm going to fucking die out here, and I'll never see anything coming.
0: Motorcyclists are good at the hold one hand up in front of your face. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you're throttling with one hand, and you have the other hand in front of your eyes to create the false visor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Nolan helmets, there's a yellow Nolan uh, N103 up there on the shelf, and Nolan did this, like, quarter shield. So they did this like little quarter shield that is a tinted, super dark tinted, by the way, on their modular helmet, and so it can be uh, operated independent of the regular visor. And then, of course, there are a number of brands of helmets right now. Scorpion kind of was the first one, and Scorpion has the built-in sunglasses inside. So some people have done the sunglasses inside the helmet, some people have done the sunglasses outside of the helmet. But what I've found is. Like with this Nolan, Nolan's uh, made in Italy helmet, they're not cheap. They're pretty fucking expensive. They're good helmets, too. They're good helmets. What I've learned is that there's nothing louder in the world than this helmet. Uh, the, The whistles and the noises that it make when you're going down the road at 80 miles an hour is like a symphony of, like the piccolo section is right in your fucking dome with you. And uh, if anybody wants a, uh, uh, a made in Italy, extra small, Nolan n one oh two, contact me because we have it here at the shop. And uh, there, the, these ones had a very elaborate cheek, like a lifting jaw system. You had to pull the lever out for your under your jaw, your chin, 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 and then you had to pinch the one that pops out together to get it to open. Very. Very so the difference ever. between
3: this one and and the transition lens? Well, the transition at,
0: lens is just the lens. The lens itself—it's a regular full face helmet. But does the lens do a better job? Than, uh, the than, lens than, than this little. When it's dark, the lens is clear. When it's sunny, the lens is dark. Sweet bloody Jesus! We've had that technology. <laughs> Chris, that is a that is like a lady's Holy extra small. Cow. Yeah, that is a extra small helmet. <laughs> I got
3: a headache already. Yeah,
0: your eyes are disappearing into your skull. Oh <laughs> it pushed all of your head fat around to the front. Yeah. I, and I got a lot <laughs> of that. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Uh, I always like the beak. I mean, I,
0: I like having a beak. You do like, like, all your helmets, you do the visor. You, you definitely do are the Are these anons? Yeah, that's all. I love so that. This just was like, a... I got to get some of that. I like that. Shit. Yeah, that's just 3M, that's just bullshit, 3M green adhesives. This was a, a lady who got out of that's the game. That's high-vis kind
3: of stuff. Yeah, it I is love high-vis. The yeah, of that's, there.
0: that's nothing but safety. That shit will explode in the driver's uh, yeah. line of sight. That's a lady who got out of the game and gave us all of her shit. So, uh, you know what? <laughs> that helmet came with the Vanson, the perforated Vanson that Merritt rides. Oh, nice. And i mean, like, fucking, I wish to God I had a perforated Vanson, but nobody ever dies in a men's 44 long. <laughs> the, uh, not yet. Not yet. No, but I'm gonna leave behind a but, bunch of yeah. cool shit. But if you yeah. know somebody out there. Yeah, oh no. If there's like there should be a bunch of guys following me around that are like twenty years younger than me and my size. Because I could go at any minute. And uh, and they'd just be like, the right guy at the right time when Merritt has the yard sale. Look, there's tons of motorcycle shit. If you're a if you're a like if your head is a size medium, you have thirty-six inch wings like thirty-six inch arms, thirty 6-inch legs and a 36-inch waist. I've got all the gear you'll ever fucking need.
1: Well, if a baby wow. elephant ever starts riding a motorcycle, <laughs> then they could have my gear. They could have
0: like shit. <laughs> a baby elephant with very very short legs. Yes. <laughs> because you only wear shorts. <laughs> the uh, what other uh, Or anybody... maybe a minion. Oh, a minion. Yeah, exactly. Minions Road. What? Uh, minions Road. Is anybody else tagged into any super awesome winter gear for this year? Any stuff that's going to change the game?
1: I bought some Olympia gloves, too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like snow time gloves? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. I bought some nice winter gloves. and yeah. I, I like the trigger finger, like the yeah. mittens with the I trigger do too. finger. The,
0: the, the crab claws. They've, they've got the robster craw, but with one trigger finger. The robster craw. The robster craw, man. <laughs> the robster craw. Uh, you know, people that race motorcycles and stuff, there's a lot of logic behind keeping your pinky finger secured to your other finger. Because on a motorcycle, you don't really need to have dexterity between your pinky finger and your ring finger. There's really not a lot of reasons to do that. But if you have a crash, a lot of times the pinky finger will get removed. It just gets torn right the hat sanded yeah. off. Uh, yeah, that's not cool, man. That's just not cool at all. I look at that pinky finger and I'm just like, dude, you are just vulnerable out there. You're just, it's just you against the world, man. Yeah, and you it's really the,
1: the middle the ring finger is the one that's useless.
0: <laughs> so you'd rather rip that one off. Than. It's all the evidence well, the decisions <laughs> passed. Yeah, the uh, I don't wear because you can't
1: even move that thing if you. I mean, you can't move it kind of. Steve, buy it. you're
0: not allowed to move yours. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I broke my left hand years ago, and since I broke my left hand years ago, my pinky finger and my ring finger are completely fused. Ooh. So if I hold this says, finger, yeah. I cannot move my pinky at all. So even though I'm not holding my pinky finger, I'm only holding my ring finger. If I try to make my pinky finger move, it is as though I'm holding my pinky Wait finger. Wait a minute. Do that while I pull your ear. Ah! Yeah. Ah, shit! Yeah. Yes, thanks, it worked. But if I do it over here, see, I can still do that. All right. So on that side, I can totally operate my pinky finger independent mm-hmm. of my ring finger. But over here... The, the nerves have fused after the crash. It looks like a workers' comp claim to me. Only if the workers' comp is running my Honda CB750 over the hood of an Impala. <laughs> uh, I wasn't on the job at the time. Oh, damn. damn. it, all right. But my, thought, my hand was like a fucking... My hand looked like a shark tree after that shark crash. Tree. Oh, yeah. My hand was fucked. Uh, my hand got under the clutch lever. So in the crash, my hand went... Instead of going over the clutch lever, all of my fingers went... Under the clutch lever, so when I went over the handlebars and over the car windshield, hyper the car, extended everything everything in my left hand all went the other way. So they mm. all went all the way back, mm. oh. so that the tips of my fingernails could touch my watch. Wow. And uh, when I, you're lucky you didn't rip your tendons out. Uh, as we can see by the amount of, you know, the residual effect is that certain fingers don't work. I'm, I'm trying desperately to close all of my fingers right now. If you if you immobilize my middle finger right now, you can do that, right? Try that. You all can cl- you can you can hold your middle finger back and close the rest of your fingers. <laughs> I cannot. If my middle yeah. finger is held back, the other fingers will not close.
3: Now I'm mm-hmm. surprised that it didn't hurt when you did
0: that. It hurt like fuck when I did that. <laughs> yeah. And when I yeah. when I landed No wait, a minute, wait a minute. Fuck
3: is not a unit of measurement. Yes what it is. It,
0: it, no, in fact It hurt like fuck. It's in a fact,
1: universal word.
0: It's everything. In it's fact, a noun, Chris, verb,
1: adjective, adverb. According
0: to the Milita- United States Army Scale, it hurt like 20 motherfuckers. Uh, 50 motherfuckers being the top of the scale. The, uh, when I got, after the crash and I got myself up and I saw the motorcycle was on its side leaking gas everywhere, I went over to the motorcycle and picked the motorcycle up to make it stop leaking gas. And then I promptly realized, what the fuck, and I sat back down again. And my hand was still folded all the way back in my Ugh. glove. And so I saw the hand in the glove and the fingers all going back towards the watch area. And I went, this is really, really bad. Yeah, and so right. I took my hand and then smacked my hand across my thigh, figuring I already can't feel it because of crash around. This would be a really good time to reduce the fractures.
2: Try and reset and
0: it. Reset of. it. So I smacked it across my thigh as hard as I could and managed to put all the fingers pointing the way they are supposed to again. But they were all shattered. They were broken. So once I got to the hospital and they cut my glove off, then they were like, No, you broke kind of all of them. So that was it. So I got a bunch of, like, (laughs) you're you're an overachiever. Oh, yeah. And I'm (laughs) left handed. Congratulations. Right. So I'm a left handed person. Phil, come over and look at this one. (laughs) And I had a cage. They had this, like, weird cage. You probably know about this because you're in the medical field. They put a halo for your hand? Yeah, they put a halo, a bird cage around my hand. And I had all these nails and pins and screws coming out of it with wires and they would adjust them and stuff. So I could get everything set right, and uh, that's when I learned to be really good at writing with my right hand. Yeah, doing a lot of other things with my right hand, some of which I still do with my. The right stranger. Hand. <laughs> no, no, it's not the stranger. It's more of the distant relative. <laughs> it's not when you're actually making it fall asleep. It's just when it's a foreigner in town. Yeah. 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 It's just the other guy who's. It's the other one who's not so good at the job. Well yeah. then, it it triples the it triples the time of the event. But yeah, that was like that was a motorcycle crash that had me really fucked up for a while, and uh, it was tough because I was driving a stick shift truck at the time, Oof. so I couldn't ride the bike anymore because I couldn't clutch. But I also had trouble because in order to shift mana. the truck, yeah, well, in order to shift the truck, I had to let go of the steering wheel, so I'd like put my like my wrist up on the steering wheel to hold it while I would shift. So shifting and turning was damn near impossible. It was a. It was one of those crashes where uninsured motorist. You know she had no insurance. You should, put a,
1: you should have put a ram ball on your shift and the mount on the your wrist, wrist. Yeah. And on your watchman, and then you could. You know, the speeds like one of those spinning <laughs> out on my steering
0: wheel. it have been great. Look at me. I'm like awesome, I'm like a taxi driver, I'm like driving a big rig. The uh, yeah, uninsured, huh? Yeah, she was uninsured. and She was driving about a five hundred dollar Impala, and. uh... Yeah, and it was a bike that I just got done building, so it was like ultimate heartbreak because the bike was just freshly done. The bike was freshly restored and and done and finished, and I got sassed by the lady at the end of my street, and so I got to the end of my street, and the lady sassed me. She's like, "Where are you going? Out a helmet on? You're not going to put a helmet on?" Ah, fuck! You know, when somebody curses you like that, you got to drive home and put a helmet on. So I turned around and drove home to put a helmet on, and. At the only stop sign on my street, it's a stop for them, but a go for me. I have the right of way. So I made eye contact with the woman in the Impala. She made eye contact with me. We looked, we nodded a bit. I was like, well, this lady clearly sees that I have the right of way, and she clearly has a fucking octagonal-shaped sign that tells her to stop. She didn't stop. So So she slowed, and then she goed. But she slowed and goed right into my path and ran high right into the wheel well, right into the wheel, over the over the hood, you know, broke my, uh, whatever, what's this thing, scapula? big old fucking bone on your back? Yeah, that big thing. That's, that's, a, that's the algae. Yeah, I broke that thing. I didn't even know you could break it. I broke that. And broke her windshield, broke above I mean, broke my hand. And then, uh, yeah, and then then it turns out she was broke, so I didn't get anything huh? on her. So my being broke didn't even pay off for me. Yeah, it was That's, pretty bad. That's what you think
1: about when you, like, okay, so right now is uh, deer heat. Oh, De- God, deer the deer are, are
0: bananas right now.
1: And it's Holy crazy. God. So I, I missed one by one foot at Hilliard the other day. Really?
0: What time was it?
1: Like 4 in the morning, or yeah. like
0: before 4 when I go to work. That's what I've discovered. Like, yeah, I, like crazy. To get, I like to leave the bar at about 12.30-ish, 1 o'clock-ish, and they're just getting bananas at that point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, but yeah. your story you know you were going back to put your gear on yeah i was going so back so you to put just my gear said on. fuck it and just went oh and i just got. then you we, wouldn't have gotten this that wouldn't accident. be a conversation yeah. so when i'm riding down <laughs> when i'm going to work in the morning i'm thinking should i ride 55 right instead of 70 or right. 80 right or should i you know but then i think well what happens if the deer is slow that day like and <laughs> and when i'm going 55 right. because my decision to ride 55 right the deer I happen to be at yeah. the same point in how time predict, at that. So how do you, how, you
0: predict the behavior of a 240-pound squirrel? Right, you can't. I mean, deer are creepy, weird. Oh, so animals. it's fate. Yeah, I mean, it it is it's fate. it's fate. Yeah. So how? I mean, did they jump in front of you?
1: They, they came right across. There's there's yeah. one section of Hilliard with all the lights out. Yeah. Which I think they put they should put yeah. deer crossing signs there because that's where they because all. the deer like to
0: cross it. in darkness? Right. They're not like ninjas. It's in Lakewood.
1: No, it's in Westlake. In Westlake, yeah.
0: West yeah. So yeah. There's, there's one little line section. There. There's
1: like a section after the police department. Yeah, yeah. And so there's no lights, and so I'm going along. I jammed on. I mean, yeah. I. Yeah, and you know what? I love I love my zero. Oh yeah, but they need to tweak the anti brakes a little bit. Oh really?
0: What's <laughs> up? Is they coming on too hot? No, they don't. Give they don't, you don't come on break.
1: No, they come on. Oh, but then they kind of like, like they don't. They they're like slow to to. Huh. I mean, they grab. They do exactly what Analax brakes yeah. are supposed to do. They don't let your brakes lock. So, do
0: you find that you're into the slide already, or too deep into the slide when they? No, activate, I feel or? like
1: that they could grab more. Oh, okay. feel okay. no, like well, they're too. They, they let up too easily.
0: They don't allow you enough locking.
1: Right, and it they could be because the bike's light, locking. of course, and it's so it's the bike weighs two ninety three, and 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 maybe they don't want you to skid. It is a light bike. Yeah. But may, Or maybe the program's for the 430 pound. Or maybe bike. the
0: program is for sticky tires. Right. Not that, 4 o'clock in the morning tires cold. with cold nipples on them.
1: Right. And well, that could be too. Yeah.
0: Because that's a big thing with analog brakes on motorcycles that I've learned is when the engineers build the, build the brake program in, they build the brake program in figuring nominal. But they don't change it for the temperature. So if you're on a bike that's a fresh start and your tires are, are, I don't want to say greasy, but they're cold. So your tires are cold and they're hard and they're not sticky yet. So if you have an incident then, yeah, you don't nearly get enough brake authority. Right, and that's probably what's happening that's only like five miles into my ride. Yeah, your slip starts too early. Your slip starts pretty quickly because your tires are cold. And you're on those Pirelli- uh, super, the, the Super course of tires. Yeah, and those, of course are, of tires. those tires are great. And they're fucking great when they're hot. But when they're cold, they're creepy. And these mornings have been cold. Oh, so that, cold that, that could be what's going
1: on yeah. there, too.
0: Yeah, I had a, I had a BMW oh, that was that way, creepy. that the ABS would activate. I was not even remotely stopping. The ABS would get involved. Hmm. And I'd be like, oh, shit, what the fuck is wrong with you? But then on a day when it was warm and the tires were sticky, they were totally right where they should be. But invariably, where do you get in a problem? You get in a problem when it's cold and slippery. ABS brakes are not so valuable when it's a nice, dry, sunny day. So uh,
3: so can you get some sort of cow catcher out on the front of your zero? <laughs> so, that, so that when you do hit the deer, it just goes flying and you just, fuck, you know, just uh-huh. keep going.
1: Oh, God. I don't, I mean, that this time of year, is, gotta put it, makes me, them, on it makes me the it's, this is the most nervous I get it riding is. a bike.
2: Oh, they're out in droves. I mean, yeah. it's got not, Well, maybe it has something to do with being in heat, but I mean, yeah. go from from West Park to North Royalty through the parkway.
1: Yeah. yeah, you see 10 of
2: them they're, at least. Oh, they're in her. Yeah. They're standing yeah. three inches from the highway eating. And there's no lights and, like, down there. I blow but, the horn or I pull the clutch in and rev the engine, care. and they just look up
0: like, fuck you. Know you. What?
2: This is second. my grass.
0: Hold on. We have remarkable technology. Like, you can put a flashing light emitter on a, uh, a raft, a life raft, in an airplane that has been in that airplane for 20 years. And the plane goes into the water. The water hits the life raft. It, it, it inflates, and the beacon starts flashing and flashes for like a year. The fuck
2: you. Okay,
0: right? okay. I, I'm still okay. with you. This so... is a real thing. This exists. I,
2: I'm I, just picturing deer in life rafts now, okay. but go ahead. Well,
0: I mean, I stole a life jacket out of an airplane <laughs> like 20 years ago. Yeah, shh, don't tell anybody. But I stole a life jacket out of an airplane a long, long time ago. And then, for fun at a party, I put it on and I pulled the handle. Well, I put, and this is like 15, 20 years after I stole and it, and there still wasn't. And it room went, for his junk, dude. No, it went, <laughs> dude, it, just, it wasn't. It didn't have a. It didn't have a gusset. gusset diamond gusset. diamond gusset. gusset. I pulled the thing, and it inflated like it's supposed to. It was a lot of fun, and it inflated like it should. And I didn't know it, but there was a beacon on there, and it was just doop doop, and it was strobing. That thing strobe. The
1: NSA came down on you hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They saw him. (laughs) Dude, that that (laughs) thing strobe. Fucking Coast Guard helicopter (laughs) over the party. (laughs) Over three months.
1: That's so they could pick up the pieces from the shark attack. It
0: was 15 (laughs) years old at least. And it flashed for over three months. Okay. Okay. They bought good shit.
1: They have technology. And your Milwaukee drill lasted for a week if you let it discharge all <laughs> Don't ever way.
0: buy anything rechargeable <laughs> at Harbor Freight. Okay. So, but, okay, second part to the story, why don't we just grab all the deer? Because you can tag a deer in Avon Lake by walking up to it with, like, a piece of caramel in your hand or an apple or some shit. Like, they are literally tame.
3: With yeah. a ball-peen hammer.
0: <laughs> Walk up to the deer, put the fucking flashy beacon around its neck, and then at midnight... It'll just start flashing, like you know, at dark oh, well, it'll just that. start flashing. You can look out in the field and be like, flash, 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 flash. Those
1: are deer collars or RFID. As you're driving along, you could have a alert come up saying a deer is. We in don't close need that. Proximity. We just need a
0: fucking flashy light. You know what? We put flashy lights on airplane towers. they never We'd get laid. Flashy lights. What's that? The deer wouldn't get laid. No, because they're flashing. Yeah, dude, no, they're deer. They'd be like having competition for you to have the phrase flash. <laughs> you wouldn't get laid yeah. because they're too flashy. <laughs> I bet you the. But the point <laughs> being. Thank you, sir. The, uh, <laughs> the point being, if I looked out in the field on my way home, and I saw 15 flashing lights adjacent to the road, 900 yards away...
3: You'd go get another beer.
0: I'd slow the fuck down, right? I don't know why... I mean, it seems stupid to me, but why don't you just put flashy lights on the deer? They have antlers and everything. It would be awesome. You could decorate. <laughs> well, Already done. Oh, people choice. in this neighborhood put well, Christmas lights on anything that stands still. <laughs> You got a fucking buck out there with a nice eight-point rack? You could put LEDs on that bitch and really make it festive. And, and it'd be more attractive I was to the, the other more year.
2: along the lines of kill them and give the meat to some people also that true. need it. I mean. Also
1: true. Well, d- they do that, too. They shut down the park and they go through the cull, a bunch of them. But the same huge buck that's about... You
0: know, ten years feet old. tall. Every year they do the call in our ninety-point ranch is Lake. out there. You yeah, know?
2: Motherfuckers the fuckers use no walker now. Yep. Yeah, Godfather it's, it's, it's albino gray. deer. Yeah. yeah,
0: the fucking they did the call a couple of years ago in our little park in Avon Lake. We have this like woods and it's cool. And Merico's running. Be like, and the yuppies are out there all the time. But there's a fat load of deer in there, and, and they're doing well. And they did the call, and like two deer got shot, and like eighteen houses. Yeah. 18, like, yeah, they brought out like, and I love it, they put in the paper like, you know, we're bringing out marksmen to control the deer population. Apparently not. Two right. deer got shot in like 18 fucking houses. Like these houses along the park are all at least a half million dollars. Daryl and Scooter marksmen. Jesus oh, in, Christ. In an
1: undisclosed city that I worked in, a deer got hit in front of the, the plant. Yeah. And so the... The officer came yeah, out no, to, to to put, put the, it out of its misery, yeah, yeah. so he fired like fourteen shots at it and missed everyone. What? And so my guy came out the shovel and <laughs> oh, hey, I'm going to have to shovel. Uh, then the guy decided he was going to gut it right there, so he came in. He looked like he was like Freddy Krueger. Covered the officer was covered in blood oh.
0: from gutting. Him. Dude, you're you know okay. right in the middle. Right, of the right. Well then. Obviously, he didn't use a spreader bar and hang it correctly. Yeah. No, it was yeah. pull like, the butt out, out of no, his pocket. And, no, hey, I don't. with the corkscrew, <laughs> yeah. pull out the butt screw. The, uh, there are correct ways to strip a deal, dear, and it's pretty simple. It's pretty easy. I learned how to do it when I was like nine years old. I still know how to do it to this day. It's one of those skills that you don't lose. You know, when you're when you're when you're being taught. And remember, this is in a hunting class. Yeah. In my high school, yeah, we had hunting. When I was fishing. like ten yep. years old, yep, yep. and you know, you, you go in there and you get taught rifle safety. We learned to, we learned to, hunting safety. We learned to murder shit, and we learned how to dress <laughs> the deer. Yeah, we learned how to dress raccoons too, which tells you what kind of neighborhood we were. But the, uh, but that's one of those like, you don't. I was a police officer. A lot of calls at this time of the year were putting down deer that been hit by cars, and so yeah, if it's a skunk, it's like you know they call it a sick animal. You know, if it's a sick animal, you might have to go back to the station and grab the 410. That's hilarious, by the way. Go back to the station, grab the 410. You have three things in the car that shoot, (laughs) right? The 410. And you're going to go all the way back to the station and grab the 410 because you don't want to make too much of a mess. That's for raccoons and other small like possums and shit. But for deer, you load a slug in, you walk up to the animal, and you dispatch it. You know, one to the head kind of thing. And there's a number that dispatch calls, the radio calls, and this guy comes out and collects the meat. Sometimes they dress it out and they give it to the homeless people, or they give it to the shelters or whatever. There's a system in place for a car hit. There
2: are lists that yeah. you can get on. I know. We'd call for, fresh, yeah. for, fresh,
0: for fresh, fresh kills, kills. for fresh roadkill. Yep. Well, this was I put a number here down.
1: This was strange.
0: Yeah, and the trick is, I carried a 1911, 45 caliber pistol, and. I never, not once ever used my sidearm to dispatch a deer when there's a perfectly good 12 gauge in the car and there's a box of slugs. I mean, we keep the 12 gauge loaded with triple lot, but you can pump those out and pump in the one ounce slugs and you pump out, pump in the one ounce slugs and go over to that deer. If you get it anywhere above the neck, it's game over, uh, it's just it. And it's game over, man. It's game relatively over. Yeah. it's relatively not traumatic and not messy. And yeah. I'm not gonna be going after I'm not gonna be going up to Bambi's dad with my Colt forty five, you know, all four inch barrel of it or whatever. And I' like, okay, hold still. You know, I'm not taking any chances. He's
3: saying, Phil, let's talk this over. Let's talk this <laughs> over, man.
0: Look, all I did was step in front of a car. What the fuck? Damn, this right, escalated man. quickly. Wait. I'm my still wife? alive. It's only the a leg. The It's only a leg, It's only a leg. My
3: wife was pissing me off this morning, god damn it. Now you're you, going to shoot me. You
0: don't know where I'm coming from, man. This situation's <laughs> dire. Can you put him on the cart? Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm
3: still alive.
4: <laughs> I'm not dead yet. They make deer walkers,
0: I swear to God. They make deer, I can deer can carts. Walk. Yeah, oh no, the deer, and when you're riding the motorcycle, like hitting a deer with your car is hitting a deer with your car. Yeah, it's normally well beyond the deductible and it sucks. We had a Mazda, uh, it wasn't an RX-7, but it was a small Mazda, and the deer went through the windshield, and the deer went through the windshield and killed both the occupants of the car, oh, yeah. just through its whole deeriness.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, it, the fact it was pointy on all corners, hooves and antlers... Are going to tear a human being to bone in a matter of seconds when the deer comes through the windshield. And I got to that crash scene, and I couldn't believe how fucking bloody it was. Like,
3: yeah, but you shot the two occupants.
0: (laughs) That was only to give the deer a fighting chance. I figured it was easier. Yeah, you shot him
3: in the knees too. I figured if the deer was out of the
0: car, it'd be easier to clean up. (laughs) But when I got there, there was run, run. When I got to the scene, there was no skin on either skull. Like the the skulls had had the skin well then. taken off of them with the antlers and hooves. This like, is a or was out. it kicking around or was it no? Just it was it, no, it was kicking around. No, it got in the car and tried to get out of the car. Oh, it went through the windshield. Well it I'm went thinking, through the windshield at sixty miles an hour.
3: This was a hit.
0: But then, yeah, that, they killed the two dudes and threw a deer in there. <laughs> That's the best way to kill somebody ever. <laughs> Nobody's ever gonna find the. Yeah. <laughs> And when I got there, like, it was crazy how it looked. I mean, there was so much blood, it was ridiculous. Both drivers are completely unidentifiable, and the deer was still thrashing, you know. And I showed up on scene, and I was like, what the fuck? It was 5 o'clock in the morning. It's on, on a Sunday. What the fuck do I do with this?
1: That's why you need to drive a big, lifted truck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the deer go under yeah. you. <laughs> and
1: it I, hits that bull bar. <laughs> you know, cooks fucking, on the radiator It's like, can,
0: it's like Australian mentality yeah. It's like I don't care if we hit a, a wallaby A fucking kangaroo Or a fucking razorback It doesn't matter It's going under us That's why those utes have like 19 crash bars On the front of them And 47 lights and shit Like where the fuck are they going a It, looks like, inch steel it plate. looks like the front of Mad Max And it's like whoa we're just driving across Australia It's what we do you know, What are you going to hit Who fucking knows But they're built for it. We won't feel it. Yeah. And none of that technology made it through to Road Warrior. Like, so every single ute you see in Australia, downtown Sydney has got, like, the crazy crash bar on the front of it, 14 lights. It's designed to go through packs of, like, fucking kangaroos. Yet the motorcycles in Road Warriors were stripped down to nothing, and the guys were wearing, like, feathers. And like two football pads, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. but they did. Spit, and assless chaps, but they yeah.
1: did spit gasoline into the supercharger. No, they didn't. Yeah.
0: Which I'm convinced that was just like grain whiskey. I think, like in my brain, Fury Road. I in my brain, I hope he's spitting either nitromethane or grain whiskey into that supercharger. Nitromethane, yeah,
1: because. Because right. we all know that a rich motor puts out more horsepower than a lean one. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, right. What he should be shooting into there is oxygen. Yeah. Or, or yeah, nitrous oxygen.
2: Nitromethane brings its own to the party. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. That's... Well, we used to
0: do that. We used to buy 25% helicopter. So you buy 25% nitromethane um... for your remote control helicopters and shit like that. Uh, and you buy it for Shandy. like six, gal- $6 a gallon or whatever. It's green. Oh, and it's called Super Cool or whatever it's it has been a while since you bought has been a bought. long time since I bought it, hasn't it? Yeah, it's about yep. 35 bucks a gallon. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah.
2: For RC Nitro, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 25%
0: nitro gallon. methane, the green shit. Super cool. And we used to take that stuff and squirt it into the intake track of the bikes. And uh, <laughs> yeah. We used to also have Sneaky Pete, which was the nitrous canister, the whippets. They're basically a whippet. But you had a whip it on the handlebars, and you'd run the one line, the eighth inch line or the sixteenth inch line, all the way back to the intake on the car. How long did that last? Oh, like five seconds, or maybe something? not even two and a half seconds, three oh. seconds. And you could get strawberry flavored. So when you were done giving the bike your whip it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take your own.
1: This nitrous is delicious. Yeah, yeah. it tastes like uh. strawberries. Yeah. That's how you can tell. <laughs> I only want the balloons at the park that aren't floating. They should have a whippet bar. Really? No, I'm just saying, like a building that's just filled with nitrous night <laughs> oxide. That's when you walk in, you could be
0: totally. <laughs> so then when you walk out, like 30 seconds later, you'd be like, You could just hang out at the ice cream shop and look for all the depleted fucking whipped cream <laughs> cans, too. There's one good solid uh, hit in the bottom of every Ready Whip can. Yeah. There's one not good if solid hit. It's around me. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things. God, it's terrible. Yeah, they're... Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't want to think about that. Yeah. So anyway, that's about it. The uh, any, Anything else before we wrap this up? Cause it's We're at to...
1: one minute and 20... One hour and 20 minutes. One hour and 26 seconds. One 20 minute, 20. <laughs> one oh, minute so, and 26 yeah. seconds. It's time to go. It's time <laughs> to
3: go. We have to you. Oh, my well, God. Steve, I got to tell you that I, I used the rain gear that you and I picked up out at AmeriCade last year. So I was coming back from Portsmouth. Yesterday morning. how to work. Great. Was yeah. it
0: Frog Togs or like something real?
3: No, it was uh, it was Tourmaster. <laughs> oh, Tourmaster.
0: Yeah. 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 Tentally uh, ten, ten uh, ten like, The Frog Togs is hilarious because I'm like, isn't it just a Tyvek suit? Every time I grab Frog Togs, I'm like, you paid $30 for this. I'm pretty sure this is $3 at Home Depot. But it says Frog Togs on it. And it may be totally different. I may be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'm good at it.
1: But you can get a gas mask and a Tyvek suit. <laughs> right I, like. I bought it in
0: my Breaking Bad Halloween costume. Yeah, it's yellow. The uh, so is a Tourmaster rain suit. Yeah, is it a one piece? No, two, two jacket and pants. Yeah,
3: and uh, worked great.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Tourmaster stuff is pretty much on the money. We've got that's what we sell here, <clears throat> and they're good. They're really good. The Nelson rigs are okay. You know, the Storm Rider suits are economically priced at under $30 or $40, and they're okay. Up to 14, 20 miles
3: an hour, and then they just shred there's off There's a little, body.
0: yeah, there's a little. <laughs> yeah. At well, some point, you do realize that they are essentially plastic. Shit, this yeah. is a garbage bag. You know, who had it nailed? It? I don't know if they still make them, but Fulmer, Fulmer did a line of rain suits that were like, they were remarkably good for a, a fold up, roll up, pack it in rain suit. I couldn't believe like how good the collar was. It was like a, a corduroy quilted collar. And then it had Velcro everywhere. So you could really tighten it down good. And they I'm not sure if they came in more than one colour, but we all we ordered all the orange ones. Like we like the visibility. Rain suits should be visible, right? I mean, got that right. It's a rain suit for fuck's sake. It's not the time to be extra stealthy, right? If you're putting <laughs> on the rain suit, shit sucks. Yeah. So might as well be visible, be seen. Might yeah, well. no shit, right? Like, be seen. That
2: might in as the well grow. look like yeah. that <laughs> exactly, in right. the group might
0: as well look like the Gordon's fisherman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if you're gonna buy a rain suit, this is not the time to be like, dude. Everything in my wardrobe is black. I have the Johnny Cash collection of rain of riding gear, ah, ah, and you know. As much as it is sexy, the flat blackness of everything is sexy. But, you know, if you're going to put a... Just fucking... I almost
1: ran over somebody in Oberlin one night. Yeah. I, I had to go to a meeting. And I was making a left turn on the 58. Yeah. Girl dressed in a brain suit. Yeah. Flat black. Yeah. Crossing, uh, like, against the traffic. I pulled right in, I was making the turn, I slammed on my brakes, and you you couldn't see anything. You could see I mean, you couldn't see her yep. at all.
0: Uh, if you do want the, the the pro tip right now on uh, it's not quartermasters, uh, it's one of those uh the general they they're basically like sportsman's Guide, but they have all the military surplus. So if you go onto Google and type in like military surplus clothing, they're pretty much it's called like major surplus. And uh, major surplus right now has the actual British police department. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Y'all seen it? <laughs> the British it. police department wet weather gear that I have. I think it's in the building here right now. That is bright as fuck, like your jacket. Yeah. Over jacket. Yeah. With tons of 3M reflective material on yeah. it. It's the full stadium length, the sleeves are cut nice and long, good quality Velcro, like a proper piece of British working equipment, and it is $24.99. Stop so it. for $25, that is, I mean, it's not insulated, but it's got tons of pockets, it's got a, great, a really good collar on it, and it's, I wrote it in the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, you can see it from miles away, and it was twenty four ninety nine. Nice. And I don't think I've ever owned a better piece of rain gear than that. Well, I'm about to get that. And if it's British, Police Metropolitan certified, you know that it can handle the rain.
1: How's the size sizing on it? Pretty
0: true. I, I ordered the men's I ordered the men's large, figuring well they have an extra large, they have a double extra large, they have a medium. So I ordered the men's large, and it is ex- it's perfect for going over. I'm a 44-inch chest, and wearing a reasonable riding jacket, it goes over it perfectly. So the sizing is pretty true to size. So you got to watch military surplus stuff. The sizing can be pretty wild. But the British stuff seems to be on the money. If you can get that for $25, and it's one thing to have the green. It's great to have the fluorescent green. That's cool. But to be able to also have... Probably 70 or 80 square inches of 3M reflective all the way around it. Uh, it's fucking fantastic. And it if somebody said they didn't see you wearing that thing, and what I learned is it rolls up to exactly the size of a beer can. So if you fold it up and roll it tight, it's exactly the size of a beer can. You've got to have space on your motorcycle somewhere.
3: Well, you, you can just carry that up your ass if you
0: want. Well, if I had to. But then, why would I ever want to take it out to wear it? Right, the, uh, it kill the
1: reflectivity of it. Right,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: At least yeah. in streaks, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yes, but but your poo would be spectacular. The uh, being llama brown, God. But that's like for twenty five bucks. Those are on sale right now, and they did. Uh, there's two different versions of it. There's uh, about a uh, there's about a stadium length one, and there's like a full fucking park length one. So which one did you get? I got the the regular like stadium length, All you know, right. the one that was kind of like the shorter of the two. And I, I don't know. I mean, I wore it in a rainstorm the other day. And you said it's here? I know uh, it's at the house. I took you it home, but it I'm shit. sorry. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but but it because uh, I wore it, it was pouring <laughs> down rain want to the hear other your day. Excuses pouring down rain. So I had it here. So I, I threw it on it. It worked great. I did not get one drop of water behind it. So. I That's wore my cool. muck
1: boots the whole time. Yeah. And those things work great for yeah. rain. And really? My rain suit and my muck boots, and I was yeah. perfectly dry the whole time.
0: You know, you don't have to spend a ton of money on shit. Like the motorcycle gear thing, it's really easy to spend tons and tons and tons of money. But go back to the basics. Military surplus gear is completely, a, completely acceptable. It's good to have armor. That's fantastic. You know, Good Gear has armor. You want to have armor when you fall. It's really important that the armor when you fall is where it's supposed to be. We bought a flock mm-hmm. of Moto Guzzi. Over there on the wall, you're going to see a whole bunch of Moto Guzzi jackets. There's Kadura nylon ones. There's leather ones. Uh, that stuff is all made by Dainese. That's all super crazy high-end Italian stuff. And we bought the end of what they had. So we don't have five sizes. We might have, like, large and extra large. But those, the, what they call the California vintage jacket, is a brown leather jacket with CE armor all the way through it. And it's fucking gorgeous. We looked up the retail on those things. They're like $680. bucks. we are doing it for 200 bucks, you know. We have nine of them podcast listeners. <laughs> so if you are a size call if you, now if you are a slender American male, say a size forty to size forty six chest, we have your jacket. You can own what would have been a six hundred and eighty dollar jacket. And if you don't speak Motogutsi, the only patch on there that says Motogutsi is about two and a half inches on the left bicep. You can cover that up. And what you have left is a fucking Dion Easy Italian jacket fully armored um, it's a beautiful fucking jacket and i could normally swing i can't swing that big a bat on my own there's no way i'm going to be going and be like yeah give me the give me the fucking stadium length Easy yeah. touring jacket i can't do that yeah, but that's... for 200 bucks i'm in all day long got uh, that right that's a that's a fair game but i've been taking advantage like really picking up the part numbers and trying to find out like what they had 5 years ago that they have one or two of left right now that they're doing on blowouts that they're not telling people about. And we've got some kind of interesting items in the store that I, I wish I could do. If I was a 40-inch chest, like I gave Luke one of those green so jackets, mm-hmm. holy shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: It he fit Luke
0: it. like he was the model. He's a, yeah. he's, a, he's more slender than I am. And it's a short-length jacket, Just, like dark brown leather with tan stripes on the Seven. sleeve. Like saddle brown leather is yeah, a good way a saddle. to saddle. It. It's probably what it is. It's a fucking gorgeous jacket. We looked up the retails; like four hundred and eighty bucks. We're doing it for like two hundred bucks. So, but I, I was like Luke, if this fits you, it's totally a Cinderella scenario. We're taking it back to the princesses. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw and Luke okay, add Luke to that list, <laughs> dude. Luke put that when Luke put that jacket on. I could tell Luke like Luke got taller. When he put oh. that jacket on, he got taller. And his face lit up, and, and I was like, it. you get to keep that one.
1: And, and that he would, would go perfectly with that color scheme on his bike. Oh, my so. God,
0: yeah. He's got the whole Gulf racing livery, livery uh, on his bike, and he's got a vintage brown jacket. <clears> yeah, we could all be so lucky. Yeah, I mean, someday, Johnny Crow, I'm going to find the right... Someday we'll find the right super large jacket that we can give you for free for working at the <laughs> well, that's about yeah. it for tonight. We're going to... Yeah, <laughs> good job, Dustin. <laughs> hey guys, got to wrap this up. So, uh, without Johnny McElfresh, without Cameron Vanderhorst, and without yeah, Dustin Elliott, his ass tonight. Yeah, whatever. All I can say is, drive fast and take chances easy listening version. (laughs) (laughs) Pressing the button pressing the button